Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Southern part of Leavenworth got hit. 
And I'm thinking, okay, I was just up there in that area yesterday, betraying. I mean, I was up there for Sunday with my family, visiting family. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. And I left early yesterday morning to come to, to Arkansas. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what if I'd been still up there? I might have got blown away to the land of Oz or something, you know, like Dorothy and Toto. Uh, oh, my. So, uh, I mean, you know. I I saw Granny, like, on social media, speaking of which, and I'm going to bring this point up here, but, yes, to the families that went through all that shit, um, God be with you because no one should ever have to go through that traumatic experience. I saw some of the pictures of Lawrence, Kansas, and they even touched down in Kansas City. I mean, the storm was out of control. It it's almost like I was watching, you know, SmackDown Live, and my parents, of course, they told me to get in the basement, get in the basement, and I said, okay, you know, in storm, it really was nerve wracking when they said that the tornado had reached Clay County. That's the county that I live in. You know, for temporary being, folks, I'm only in Kansas City for 90 days, so. Little mishap with roommate. I'll get into that later. For those of you asking why B trains back in Kansas City, well, I'll tell you later on in a different time period. Anyways, so yeah, it's nerve wracking because there are a lot of things tornadoes can do to folks. It distracts not just from watching pro wrestling, but it also distracts your mind from a lot of shit like will I live to see another day type thing. And with that being said, we're going to focus right into professional wrestling. Oh, Granny, I think uh, if you caught SmackDown Live, uh, it's been one hell of a trip, I'll say that. Uh, you have Shane McMahon having himself honored. God knows it's only the second time that he's done this this year. But his recognition, I don't think any fan wanted to see that. It's just Shane kicking everyone's butt that, in our opinion, he really shouldn't have kicked their ass. For example, the Miz uh, test was on there. Big Show was part of the highlight reel. He's out there with McIntyre and Elias. And, of course, Granny, I think the one thing that was great about that presentation was we got to see a title defense by R-Truth. That's true. I mean, there are bright spots to Shane McMahon's fallacies. Even though he felt disrespected and tried to... Uh, mess with our truth well besides the point folks I I feel that personally speaking that Smackdown Live kind of a little bit lackluster a little bit but you know there are good points there are bad points Uh, Bailey managed to survive both uh, Charlotte and Lacey Evans which that alliance granny was very short lived I mean, if we're looking at things from an entertainment perspective, which is what I'm going to touch on, because I keep seeing divided posts between wrestler and fan. And you and I are both friends with wrestlers. It doesn't mean we know them all the way through. But I just want to point out, folks, that, you know, last night's show had its ups and downs like normal wrestling shows. But there comes a point in time when you have to say to yourself, okay, 
what was the good and what was the bad. Because, you know, granny, when AEW comes on, I think I'm definitely going to check out TNT just to see, you know, what all the fuss is about. I saw, I did post a match between Omega and Jericho. And I, granny, I sucked into that match for about 23, 24 minutes because it was so, it was so intriguing. And plus, you know what, Granny? Also, the thing with AEW is they've got JR doing the announcing, and so it makes all the matches a little bit better. But, folks, I guess, you know, i got to do this right. Seeing as how this is my show, and I'm supposed to do a SmackDown Live review, and I go from top to bottom, we're going to go ahead and go backwards just a little bit, folks, to stay on track. SmackDown Live review in three, two, dig it. I had it on mute again. Oh, that's I didn't fine. want to hear the sound effects of what was going on. I'm sorry. But uh, anyhow, so Kevin Owens faced Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston, I don't know how he does it, Granny. Man is inhuman. If Bobby the Brain Heenan were still alive, he'd say, this man is not human. Kevin Owens put Kofi through hell, and somehow Kofi won two, three. Um, let's see. Promo, promo, promo. Boring, boring, boring. Well, not totally. I wouldn't say every bit of SmackDown Live was boring, but it showed what Mr. Lesnar is useful for, which is pretending to be a beatboxer. You know, I don't know. But (laughs) but anyhow, so shows recap of that. Then Aleister Black, before Shane and McIntyre, Andy Elias got in the ring, fight me. I don't care who you are. I don't care what type of guy you are, I will face anyone and fight you and beat you. So, Aleister Black is going back to his roots, I guess, from NXT. I don't know. Oh, let's see here. The 24-7 championship rule. Well, 24-7 championship. You know, it's funny, Granny, when you saw uh, Drake Maverick trying to, like, put a notice up for our truth saying, have you seen him? And then the minute our troop gets in the ring during Shane McMahon's uh, tribute, our troop well, you know, I have put... I ahead, have to Danny, actually laugh about that. I have to laugh about that because you know Tommy Dreamer. I mean Tommy Dean from WFC, right? You've seen Tommy Dean wrestle at WFC, right? 
Uh-huh. He actually posted on Facebook that he was in line, in the food line, waiting to get food. And Drake, Drake Maverick came up and gave him one of those wanted posters of our truth. <laughs> and Tommy Dean says, oh, I will, will certainly be watching out for him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because our truth tricked Drake Maverick into getting in the ring and then did his finish or the truth finder, whatever it's called. And <laughs> Shane didn't, uh, well, he didn't take too kindly to it. And, um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I just, and of course, Elias, one, two, three. And that's so weird, Granny. Like, I think the ebb and flow is kind of off for SmackDown Live. I really didn't. I really didn't feel like uh, the ebb and flow was all there for their show, like it normally is. And, of course, I think it was obvious, you know, like Mandy Rose and Tony DeVille. Mm, they work well together, right? Mm-hmm. Because Carmella faced Mandy Rose, and if it wasn't for Sonya getting up on the apron, i tell you what. <laughs> Mandy is he gets away with a lot, and I'm surprised they're keeping Sonya and Mandy together. I don't know why. I couldn't explain to you, sir. But I, you know, I do appreciate the question, though, Robbie. I mean, maybe it's because WWE isn't, you know, they're kind of in a funk. Not bashing them. I'm just telling you what I see. They're in a funk where nothing they do is working. So let's put Lacey Evans to the front. Not the problem. It's there's a lot of factors that are going into why they're losing ratings. Um, Joe and uh, Ray Mysterio. Hmm. <laughs> oh, goodness. The recap. From what a fan just sent me a recap. Okay, well. Wow, this description is so bad. <laughs> This description, thank you, though, for the effort. Okay, there. thank you. Thank you, whoever just sent me the link. Okay, Kofi Kingston beat Kevin Owens. Mandy Rose beat Carmella. Bailey beat Lacey Evans, which, granted, this is an interesting development. Bailey, you know, she faced off with Lacey Evans. Of course, Charlotte's going to be at ringside because they had tea together. Uh, Speaking of tea, hello, Eugenia. Hello, Eugenia. Every time I make tea, you somehow... You somehow pop up like a daisy out of the ground in a good way. What do you want? Oh, she said those two Bloomingdales were drinking mum's tea. She goes, mum's not the word for those two. She goes, I'm glad Charlotte finally saw the light and basically knocked that dark and misheveled. I'm reading what you say, Eugenie. I'm not mispronouncing, am I? Misheveled or disheveled, my bad. Disheveled. Carcass. Did you just say disheveled? That's funny. Well, Gracie Evans is, you know, pretty disheveled. I... You're saying you <clears throat> could drink tea better than Lacey and Charlotte? That's awesome. Perhaps maybe you and Granny I know. Tell people how to drink hey, tea. I have no doubt in my mind, Betrayed, that Eugenia could drink tea much, much better than Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans. See, that's what she just said. She goes, I do. I do. She goes, Mom's the word for me. I drink the Queen's tea. <laughs> ah, uh, yeah. 
I love it. Okay, so anyhow, so Charlotte's on the ring, and I, you know, Charlotte's no slouch in height. Well, she gave Lacey a big boot, and uh, I think that alliance is done with. I don't know if Charlotte is doing whatever. I think she's on her own, but whether she's after Becky or whether she's after Bailey. Bailey was just creative, you know, with that roll up in the ring, one, two, three. And um, one second. Anyhow, so folks, with, um, you know, the conflict between Lacey and Charlotte, it begs the question, uh, well, for me, like, uh, why are they together for two weeks and then, you know, next week they're no more, it's like a bad breakup, you know? (laughs) Anyhow, anyhow, I'm kind of mixed, I've got mixed feelings about it, I thought they would make a great tag team, you know, as far as getting fans interested, because, you know, the fans hate those two. And they do look like twin sisters from, you know, from just looking at those two from afar, they would look like uh, twin sisters or cousins, one of the two, referring to Charlotte and uh, Lacey Evans. Uh, gross. I tried to warn you, Granny, about her when she was in NXT. I, I just thought she was pretentious as all hell. And when she entered onto the main roster, now you know exactly what type of lady she really is. Well, I I never liked her when she first came to Raw, and I am liking her a lot. Even I I don't I I don't like her at all. Pretty much, I like her even less than when I first did when she first came to Raw. So. Okay, so the matches only give like yeah, I don't like her either. I think that she's shown us nothing but cheap shots, and you know that's what she's supposed to be. I get it. Roman Reigns and our truth defeat Drew McIntyre and Elias. Then our truth ends up beating well Elias for the twenty four seven championship, but that's besides the point, folks. It's <clears throat> I don't know. That show just was so weird, Granny. The ebb and flow, like I say, the ebb and flow of the show, like the way that it was structured, the way it was put together, I felt like it could have been better. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know much about how to book a show together to make it go <clears throat> swimmingly, but but I will just throw my two cents in here as a fan. Like, one thing's one way, another thing goes another. Are we supposed to adjust ourselves? I guess the answer is yes, according to some of you. Like on social media, Granny, I've noticed. There's def- there's always going to be a divide between fan and worker. For a reason, folks. For a reason. And it's not because... We don't know any better. And as a matter of fact, folks, I'm going to just say it right now. I'm going to start the Off the Rails Uncensored up again because this shit needs to, the air needs to be cleared on certain issues regarding what should be enjoyed, what shouldn't be enjoyed. So without further ado, I know we have like 40 minutes left. 
So I'm going to just add input with Granny along the way. So please be patient with the two of us. For those of you who have small children, please plug their ears. Do not let them listen to this because it has explicit content and expressive opinions that which may offend some snowflake and other people. It may not offend. It would entertain or amuse. So therefore, gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Let's get inside the head of good old Brian Rails. Dig it. multiple times before for those of you saying we're supposed to watch it for the entertainment value okay so the old adage or old question goes are we not entertained Mm, no some of us some of us yes some of us are anxious to see AEW why are we anxious to see AEW because granny if an event sells out all in was their first pay-per-view they sold out in four minutes flat on both occasions. That's kind of, you know, <clears throat> what the Attitude Era was capable of doing back in the day. You want to talk about It's not just about ratings, my friend. It is about the divide between worker and fan. And I have mad respect because I used to be a worker. Does that mean I know everything? No. And Granny is around a lot of workers. Does that mean Granny knows anything and everything about the business? No. But she she understands what entertains her, may not entertain other folks. But I'm getting real sick and tired of seeing posts about why'd you go if you're going to bash it. Well, we paid for the ticket. And I get what you're saying. Don't bash it until you've actually seen the show all the way through. Okay. I've sat through productions of WWE multiple times. I've been to eight WrestleManias. I have been through, actually, yeah, eight when it started at 20, and I skipped a few here and there. Not just about going to the shows. It's, for me, what are you trying to present to us, the fans, that would make us want to come back and see your show? But some of you may have forgotten what it's like to be a fan, because if I was truly bashing, or if some people were truly bashing on WWE, which isn't too hard to do, then they're not, you know, they're the cynics. I'm just, you know, someone who suggests. I don't, you know, it's it's irritating to me. There's a, always going to be a constant line drawn between worker and fan. In some areas, I get it. In some areas, I am thinking to myself, if you guys truly understand what a fan understands, you know what fans are going to do. you got to be able to push us in the right direction. Good or bad. If you're a heel, you're supposed to get more than just booze for one week. If you're a baby face, 
You're supposed to get empathy from the crowd. The crowd's supposed to feel bad for you. That's very well put. Be trying to, I couldn't have said it better myself. I'm just like, I, again, I'm trying. Like I said, it's hard because you're always going to hear, because now social media has prompted a lot of workers, so, you know, they they have the power whether or not to like what you say or what you don't say. The problem is it's like nobody can take criticism anymore. So excuse me, but when I see a post that um, that's negative or insightful, I can tell the difference right now between negative and insightful. Negative would be like all these fans thinking that they know everything and all these fans getting butt hurt because we call them out on their shit. Excuse me. Do you guys not realize that if you get hurt, that is your career? And some of you say, well, I have backup careers. I'm glad you all have it fucking figured out. But I'm sick and tired of the divide between fan and worker. That's a bunch of, That's a bunch of bullshit. There should not be a divide between fan and worker in some areas. Like, okay, what do I mean by divide between worker and fan? I am speaking about social media in general. You never, ever let a fan show you up on social media or else you're going to be the dude that got clowned by a fan. I get that. But telling us how to feel. Again, forgive us for having emotions, thoughts, and feelings about a product in which is slowly dying, in our opinion. And what product am I referring to? I'm not sugarcoating this shit anymore. WWE is not going anywhere anytime soon because they're about to fill their pockets uh, for, you know, once again going to Saudi Arabia. But, my God, dude, okay. I've noticed a few things from WWE has has been doing. It's not, well, this guy is not going over. They're not giving so-and-so a push. It has nothing to do with any of that shit. <clears throat> it has more or less to do with what we're being shown. And I kind of at a loss for words at what is being presented to us via Raw and SmackDown Live. Because what I believe, Granny, you know, the only group that cares that's left in WWE is also slowly disappearing because NXT, you know, they've got guys like Matt Riddle, Keith Lee. Donovan Djokovic, uh, the Street Profits. They've got guys and gals that are trying to actually produce a good show for us. And then you turn around and you see things. You see things put in front of our faces like AEW. It's like a shiny new toy. Yes. And I, you know, at this point, I feel burned out again because it's like I've been to several of uh, wrestling shows with my friend, and I've been to several WWE shows. It's like I. I, for the first time, Granny, at WrestleMania 35 was when I, when I saw WWE in a positive light. Now they're going back to doing what they, you know, they should not be doing, and that's 45 minutes of a promo for Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, and uh, Kofi Kingston. That's fine if you're trying to do it for WrestleMania. That's okay if you're doing it for a tease for a pay-per-view. But it's not okay to do it Specifically on Monday Night Raw, I get it. Lesnar is an asshole, and people will always say it directly 
to him, in front of him, behind his back, it doesn't matter. That is part of the reason why fans are tuning out of WWE. Not me, not Granny. I said some fans, not all. But it's just, it bugs the fuck out of me that some of you think that fans aren't going to say anything. Oh, so we're just supposed to be quiet. So we're just supposed to sit down, shut up, and watch. And just go home well, like no, a robot. And... It was pretty you. amazing. Last night at SmackDown in Tulsa, a lot of my friends that wrestle for WFC were there in attendance. Um, a lot of fans that come to WFC were there in attendance. And I know you know, I know you know Ethan that comes to WFC. He's the young man um, <clears throat> that really gets into the matches, you know. And I guess him mm-hmm. and his friend Mason and his dad was there last night, and they were by the the railing, you know, where the wrestlers walked down the ramp, you know, so they were, like, really close. And there was some guy that got stuck in um, – I, I, there was some guy in front of them that actually ended up getting kicked out because – he was talking trash to Kevin Owens. Wow. <laughs> and he got he got kicked out of the show. I mean, security like said, "You're out of here." I mean, I saw the video on social media today. I mean, you know, I'm like, "Come on, people." You know, I mean, I I don't like Kevin Owens either, and I mean, yeah, I would probably talk a little trash to him. I I don't know if he called him fat. I, I, I didn't really hear all the video, but I thought it was kind of funny that um, the guy got kicked out, you know, by security. Was he, like, out of control, Granny? Like, how, like, was he being belligerent? Or? I don't know. I, you know, and, I mean, he was just hollering at Kevin Owens. You know, he was, like, saying, I think he called him fat, and you know, and he just was kind of, like, right there and hollering at him in his face, you know, and Kevin Owens told security, kick him out of here. He's gone. Kick him out. Sometimes sometimes you got to take, you know, necessary risks when fans are being too unruly, okay? Sometimes you just have to. Now, sometimes you got to keep, like I said, folks, you have to keep an eye on Granny because she, you know, Hey, now wait a minute, B-Train. Wait a minute. Now wait, but before before you go there, B-Train. Now, Granny, (laughs) I know what I can do and what I can't do. And Granny never does anything that's going to get me kicked out of a building from a wrestling show, okay? Just saying. Granny knows her limitations. She knows what she can get away with and what she can't get away with. Well, like I said, now, I can't, help it. I can't help it if I get handcuffed to a manager. I can't help See, it if say. somebody like Tommy Dreamer grabs my cane out of my hand and uses my cane on Matt Riviera at a TCW show like he did back in 2013. Hey, I'm not going to stop Tommy Dreamer from using my cane. Hello? He takes it out of my mm. hand. What am I supposed to do? Say, no, you can't have this? I don't think so, fans. You know. Well, like I like I says, you know, there's certain people. Okay, this doesn't sound like uh, uh, 
Oh, goodness. Okay, Bob. Uh, I'm just reading social media, folks. Hang on a second. Uh, okay. This is, this is like, you know, I say it's a mixed bag when it comes to professional wrestling in general. Like, certain fans are awesome, like Granny and Medea. For those of you who don't know who Medea is, uh, she's an awesome lady, very similar to Granny. Okay. But at the same token, let me tell you this right now. I watch you know, professional wrestling to watch, you know, a story being told to me. If the story is not clear, it's foggy, it's murky, then I'm going to say something. And what annoys me is, well, you guys shouldn't bash it and then go to the show. I'm like, I don't know. See, here's the fucking difference. Some people are saying some fans are overly critical. Some people are saying I'm overly critical. No, I care about WWE. I also now care about AEW because as a broadcast journalist, Granny and I have to cover, you know, AEW stuff. And Granny, they had a pretty interesting battle royal at AEW. They like had a certain rule, like a certain weight was set up. If you were a deck of cards, a group with a deck of cards, um, you were inserted in this spot of the battle royal. The the 30th entrant in this battle royal would win a future shot at the AEW World Heavyweight Championship, which, by the way, was presented by Brett the Hitman Hart. I saw that. And Yeah, and I just, you know, it's a matter of interest, folks. Well, Brett was a part of the Monday Night Wars. You got, you know, the famous screw job that started the Attitude Era. There was a lot of things that started the Attitude Era. A lot of factors. The fact that Scott Hall and Kevin Nash's contracts were up. And then they, you know, they found more money with Ted Turner, and they signed a deal, and it's it's very uh, interesting times. And let's just say this: so the funny part in that battle royal, Granny, there was a midget who doesn't have legs, and they have a guy named MJF, which we all know how well Granny does with Double Dork. I mean, Double D. Uh, <laughs> so, so this guy is kind of like that. Except for he told the midget with no legs, he goes, he punched and went right after him and goes, how does that feel now, Lieutenant Dan? I about lost my shit. Because I know it's mean to laugh at handicap, but when he was being, a, you know, just being his normal heel self and he just calls the guy Lieutenant Dan because then. For those of you who have not seen the movie Forrest Gump with Tom Hanks, shame on you. Lieutenant Dan loses his legs during the Vietnam War in this story. So long story short, I was highly entertained at that point. Also, uh, when Moxley, or as you know him formerly in WWE as Dean Ambrose, comes out of the crowd, and literally Granny Jericho looked like he had seen a ghost. Oh, yeah. And then... Yeah, and Moxley went to town, and I go, I don't think Moxley has forgotten what you did to him in WWE. I don't think he likes you at all, because he did win the Battle Royal, and so Jericho said there was nobody left for him to challenge, and nobody could be up to the challenge or up to the the challenge, and, well, Moxley answered the call. 
and boy, did he ever say that I'm up for the challenge. And you know, it's nice, Granny, that there's a familiar, a few familiar faces, a few familiar voices. Like um, AEW has Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, Johnny Moxley. I believe they also. I saw this at the corner of my eye this morning. They are. I, if I'm mistaken, Granny, I saw Awesome Kong, or as you know her as Karma. I saw her talking to Jr. And if she's in the women's division in AEW, I'm just gonna say it. Watch out, ladies. Your competition has already been made. Yes, very much so. Because, I mean, if you look at this, and I know I was supposed to go into a never-ending rant, but I figure I'd just go off tangent to create a lot, lot less uh, tension. So to do that, I haven't been doing the advertisements, but for those of you wishing to sign up for the WWE Network, do so ASAP. Go to WWE dot com. Your first month is free. And if you want to get a preloaded card, you can do so by going to the shop. It's six ninety nine for shipping and handling, eleven ninety nine for two day shipping ground, and twenty one dollars and ninety nine cents for express shipping. But if you don't want to do that, you can go to your local GameStop Dollar General's Best Buy, seven elevens, FYEs. And I usually have Lady Lynn cover the international spots to get your WWE preloaded $27, $27.89 shopping card or WWE card. That's three months, folks, plus your first month free. Have access to more than just WWE. Also, though, folks, you can fight the good fight against cancer. Kick cancer square in the ass by visiting several links, including org. Find the Cure. And also ConnorsCure.org. And there's much many more websites as well. Kick cancer square in the ass and help fight the good fight for all your family members, friends, and loved ones. If you'd like your children to have their wish come true, go to MakeAWish.com. Type in the name of the superstar or NFL, All-Star, or NBA, or NHL. But let's face it, I mean... WWE AEW does it ten times better. Am I right? For me, make a child's wish come true because they are not promised tomorrow or guaranteed it. So, be a star, make a wish, and make a child smile. Also, for those of you wishing to go to wrestling school, invest in yourself. Go to monsterfactory.org. That's monsterfactory.org. All the information should be listed on all the tabs on the website. For those of you wishing to not call the school, Go to MonsterFactoryTV at gmail.com. That's MonsterFactoryTV at gmail.com. Anyways, folks, to continue on my random rant, <clears throat> Granny and I have said this multiple times. We love our wrestling. We won't stop. But if you guys don't listen to us, you got WWE, you guys have AEW staring right at you in the face. Okay, It's like a staring competition. Who's going to blink first? And so far, WWE has been batting their eyelashes like Granny bats her eyelashes at, you know, ooh, I don't know, The Rock, for example. Because, you know, that's just, like I said, I'm throwing out random stuff out here, okay, folks? 
Hey, I, Granny likes The Rock. I like The Rock, you know. I mean, I don't. I, I, I mean, I don't know if I've ever bat my eyelashes at him, but I do like him. <laughs> I'm just using an example, Granny, of how. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But, uh, but I'm just saying, it's just. <clears throat> There's a lot of factors into this, folks. Like, you go by ratings for a week, you know, for a TV show. Like, let's say um, Granny's watching Monday Night Football, and Monday Night Football is doing better than Monday Night Raw. That's sad because usually wrestling should have more intrigue than, well, NFL, because let's face it, they might as well call it the PFL, the Patriots Football League, it seems like they win every year or every other year. And every year they're not in. The Super Bowl is either really crappy and it tanks, so wrestling's supposed to be the answer to that, right? Well, now we've got a whole bunch of wrestling. We've always had a bunch of wrestling, local, independent, you know, stuff that's booked. For example, WSC, OKX, or UWE, or... Uh, in my case, if I go back to New York, it's going to go, let's see here, House of Glory, Wrestling Revolver. The list goes on, CWE, Canadian Wrestling Elite. There's just so much out there for us to choose from. And it, like I said, it annoys me when I see posts from other workers telling us how to feel. Do not do or get caught in that trap, please. Because on Twitter, it's a fucking garbage disposal for fans and also workers to get caught up in the fray. Now, when workers are tweeting out stuff, that's fine. Whatever. If it's derogatory to fans and the fan does something to deserve that derogatory diminishment, yes, I just added that word. Because certainly it should be added into the uh, dictionary as a word like conversentuate and various other words, okay? Anyway, so the point I'm trying to make is do not tell us how to feel. I don't know how many times I have to say this on my podcast. Do not tell us how to fucking feel because it is not right. It is not your place to tell us how to feel. It is not the fan's place to tell you guys how, or what to, how to work in the ring. I know it gets annoying, and trust me, I wish I wish there was an off switch on certain people, but there's not. And there's certainly no pleasing certain folks because, like I said, there's a line that divides. And it's sad that I have to be the one to tell people, don't, don't fall into that trap. And I That's got a message, sure. folks. That so, you know, here's the thing, folks. If people go to a wrestling show just to go see wrestling, fine. More power to you. But the reason why we go to this wrestling is, like I said it multiple times, it's an, it's an escape from the bullshit <clears throat> that, you know, that we have to deal with work or, or family member or whatever that is. To be told how to feel is like shoving a needle in your arm when you don't want a needle shoved there. It's an un it's like 
How must I explain this so you understand? Nobody is correct. Nobody. And for people to sit there and play that dramatic card of, well, this person said this, so we listened to his or her show, and they're totally wrong. Like, stop, guys. This is not... This is not the world of professional wrestling. And you know what? I'm not going to change anybody's mind. But I'm just going to like uh, give out my opinion on the matter. When fans see what is currently being showed to us, and what is being showed to us is promo, 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 match, here and there, and the matches are not that meaningful. I'm already just like going to tell you I watched Monday Night Raw. I have seen better NXT house shows than the Monday Night Raw that I was shown. So I stick to NXT. So be it. I like to be an all-around guy, so I like NXT UK, NXT. I like also watching the main roster because I have to keep all of you posted because it's my job, it's Granny's job uh, to relay what we saw as best we can and paint a picture if you didn't watch the show. That's the that's the fucking goal the entire time that we've been on the air. And even if I haven't had a guest in a while, here's why. Because I've left messages. I've gotten some responses. I've gotten little to no response from some, and that's fine. I'm not bashing you guys at all. What I am going to vent about is the following. When a fan does something wrong or, or he or she is harassing a wrestler sexually, then yes, say something on social media because that it should be said and it should be, you know, brought to the you know brought to light. But when it comes to fandom in general, do you guys even remember what it's like to be a fan? Do you even remember what it's like to sit down for two to three hours of what you guys put in your hard work for, and that's what you get paid to do? Some of you, you know, and I'm not talking about independents. I'm talking about the big boys like AEW's, uh, New Japan, WWE. Do you guys remember what it's like to sit through an entire show and to feel excited or feel not excited about certain things that happen throughout the night? I guess not because some of you have made it apparent that this isn't about what you blah 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 trying to be a booker, no. And you guys generalize fans in doing that. I don't. Granny doesn't. Icon doesn't. Swing certainly doesn't. We don't want to be promoters because that's a tough ass job right there. And I am just happy doing what I do, being a fan. I love doing what I do. I love helping make it fun. For everybody involved, whether it's the wrestlers or the other fans in the audience. I mean, you know, I, I've had several opportunities. I mean, when traditional championship wrestling ran in Arkansas, they televised their, they did TV tapings at their shows. And it was amazing. And I, I, my, me and my, my husband and my son were a part of a lot of those TV tapings. And they always made sure that Granny was right in the center, right on the front row, 
facing the camera because you never knew what was going to happen. I mean, I never knew what was going to happen. Sometimes I got very much surprised on things that took place when I was in that front row. You know, but every time they're like, they, I mean, they never had a reserve for Granny Hulkster sign on my chair. I mean, they didn't have to because it was kind of funny because everybody that came to TCW, whether it was Fort Smith or Clarksville, Arkansas, or Boonville, Arkansas, whatever, everybody knew who I was, and they're like, okay, that's Granny's spot. We don't want to take that chair, you know. So, I mean, but it was like, and I've said it before, and I'm going to say this again. I am nobody's special fans. I am a fan just like anybody else out there. I'm just a fan. I am nobody important. I am nobody special. I am just me. I am very humbled by the fact that my wrestling family, which I'm not related to any of these wrestlers that I know. I, some I have been friends with 20-plus years. Some I have been friends with maybe half of that time. Some I have been friends with for the past seven or eight years at WFC. So I am nobody important, but I... I love being able to do what I can do to to make it fun for everyone. Now, it breaks my heart, yes. Last year, we were at the Ryder Cup show in Owasso, Oklahoma. The Ryder Cup show is coming up June 14th and 15th. Unfortunately, I and my family are not going to be able to, to be in attend, attendance for this particular show. For this two-day event. This is the second year they've done the two-day event like this. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart when I have to miss WFC. Whether it's just any particular show for a child or if it's the Ryder Cup show. It's breaking my heart that I'm not going to be able to be there. Because I I am I, I have obligations coming up and that month, towards the end of the month. And I'm going to be getting ready for that to go to an international convention in Las Vegas. So I, you know, just, I mean, I have a life away from wrestling. You know, yes, I mean, I'm not a wrestler. Everybody thinks that I'm a wrestler, but I'm not, fans. I am just a fan, just like anybody else out there that loves the sport like I do. You know, so, but, you know, everybody sees my gimmick. You know, and yes, I have a gimmick, and that name is a gimmick. I've had that name probably 17 or 18 years. I honestly, I never thought that that name would have become such a popularity in the independent wrestling scene. I I never thought, you know... I mean, B Trainee, if somebody would have told me 15 years ago that I was going to be part of a bunch of TV tapings for TCW or I was going to be doing 
helping with wrestling for a cause. I mean, I probably would have told them they were nuts. I would have told them they were crazy. Because I didn't think it would last. I thought, okay, this is just a phase. It's going to, you know, it's just going to fizzle out. And I'm just going to go back to being a Lori Burt wrestling fan like I was before the name Granny Holster came along. Wrong. Didn't happen, fans. Didn't happen. But that's okay. I'm very humble by the fact, and I'm very honored to be able to be a part of these independent wrestling organizations that are very near and dear to my heart. So... Like I was trying to say, like it, um, you can't change minds, but you can certainly as well bring people together. So when Granny goes to her shows, I go to mine. I just got to say one thing. Actually, I got to say many, many things. So, like, uh, multiple things, if you will. Sometimes you just got to tune shit out, but you can't really avoid it sometimes. Cause on your news feed about what people say and what people think and what people are doing in the restroom disturbingly, probably drowning out Enzo Amore in a toilet, you know. Uh, well, but, you know, I got to say is, like, you can't, like, I keep telling myself this, you can't expect people to change the way they think. Well, let me just put something out there for both workers and fans. Fans, stop telling workers, you know, you botched a move, that word annoys the fuck out of them. So what am I doing right there? I'm just telling you the do's and don'ts. I'm not saying you have to feel a certain way. There's a difference. I'm just telling you, do not say the word botched fuck up you say when he goes to the ropes and he hit this move he should have done that move until you have been through extensive training in the sport of professional wrestling please shut your fucking mouth you don't know everything you are not like a superior booker and this is how I would do things like y'all are ruining it for normal fans so please stop workers do not be pretentious fucks that go around and won't even sign autographs for people, that is a no-no. If you don't sign autographs for people, I'm not generalizing all workers. I'm just saying some of you who do that, please stop. Also, those of you who message uh, people and uh, or I message back, if you ignore me, like I said, I don't give two flying fucks because I can find someone else that would want to be on this show. And trust me, when I say I surprise people because you think I'm the normal Mark who sits and probably doodles and and has toys and goes and lives in his mother's basement, no, I'm not. It's like Bob Roop said on the show the last time, you're one of us because I trained. I don't think I consider myself one of you guys, but I always feel in my heart that a part of me, you know, when I manage, I learned a lot. I've learned a lot over the short amount of time that I was a manager. And I refereed in a few matches, a lucha match of all things, because they don't speak uh, much English, but I learned a lot. I've seen 
and been to and been through Monster Factory camps. I learned a lot through there, and a lot from their students, and a lot from not just Danny Cage, but multiple people. Uh, you know, Les Thatcher, um, Hurricane Helms. I don't know these men personally, but I can tell you. I've gained a lot of respect from talking to different wrestlers like Buku Dao, the little crazy bastard, uh, flying Brian Pillman. <laughs> Buku Dao, yeah. I remember Buku yeah, Dao. He, He's funny. He is a crazy, crazy little man. And let me tell you, I have mad respect for him. I have mad respect for anybody who stepped through the ropes. So just so you know, if I have an opinion that you get offended by, you can shove it up your ass and blow it out your asshole. Okay? Because... I I think this is the problem. People, it's, it goes for anything, and not just professional wrestling. It's religion, politics, um, you know, politics at the job. I, Granny, tend to stay out of that shit because I am going to live a longer life for doing so. Amen. <laughs> I totally agree. Because <laughs> here's what I'm going to say. I cannot change the opinions, but I'm just going to point out what's been said and what, you know, I'm not going to say names, keep it professional, but I notice a lot of, well, fans should feel this way, fans, blah, blah, blah. I get it. You know, certain fans are annoying as all hell. But for the love of Christ almighty, man, stop imposing the opinion that we cannot feel a certain way. We should just value it for what it's worth. For example, entertainment value, or we should just be thankful that you're putting the show on for us. No, the show has to be, as you say, entertaining. What The last two shows that have been shown to the fans, think of it from a fan's perspective. Would you want to be entertained the way that they show you? Or, or would you want to be entertained with what WWE is presenting to us. And so far, it's been nothing but promo, 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 promo. This is not 1996. I said it multiple times. You have to entertain fans with action. Granny has to be so entertained. She, you know, frosts at the mouth and barks at, at the TV, you know, if she's entertained. I don't know. I don't know. It has to be entertaining to the point where fans remember saying, hey, do you remember this night? Uh, May 16th, 2019, somebody beat the holy hell out of, they beat the holy hell out of each other. Match went all over the place. It was great TV. It was nonstop kickouts, blah, 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 or whatever the case may be. And, man, I remember this match. If it's not that form of entertainment, and my question to the workers are, all you owe us is a good show, right? Why haven't we been getting a good show? That's what I, as a fan, would like to know. We see it on TV, and it's a mixed bag of tricks. And that's not how wrestling should be, in my opinion. It should be something that leaves the fans with, man, I really want to see this show next week. Man, I really want to see this show the next week after that. And, Granny, I can just tell you, AEW, when they start to air on TNT, I'll watch it. I will even DVR it because I work, you know, in the mornings and I can't stay up all that late. But I can tell you, 
I, I severely. I'm just curious as to what they're going to AEW is going to start producing because whatever they start too. producing WWE, yeah, WWE should take note on you know what gets the fans intrigued during a match and not what we think is best for the fans because when you start doing that, the magic gets lost in translation and the show means nothing. And that's just my opinion, folks. I'm not saying that's what everyone would think or should think, but you get the gist, folks. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it, and Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Hulkster had to say, what you going to do when Granny Hulkster goes crazy on you? All right, catch the show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. New times are as follows, 11.30, 10.30 Central with Lady Lynn. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Off the Rails Uncensored slash Wrestle Radio Network. With Granny Hulkster at 5.30 Central, or 6.30 Central, 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. All right, folks, that's it. Toodles, bitches, I got to eat and watch some NXT. By the way, 25th anniversary is this or is this coming Saturday, June 1st. Be sure to watch the awesomeness that is the black and brand of WWE and NXT. All right, folks, that'll do it for good old Brian Rails. Have fun. Toodles, bitches, I got to eat. Dig it. Looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.